Today we bring to a close this sermon series we started a few weeks ago, Questions About the End of Time. If you remember when we began this, this journey, I guess, uh, we, we asked questions about, um, well, what about the occult and, and horoscopes? And we saw that God is so much bigger and more powerful than, than the power of the devil. We looked at what happens when a person dies. And, and last week, Pastor Cook helped us understand what, what the afterlife is like. And, and today we bring this series to a close by asking, what about ghosts and, and demons? What about ghosts? Well, don't think about ghosts like um, a cartoon ghost like Casper or, or when our kids dress up in, in a sheet with eyeballs for Halloween. I, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about Ghosts, uh, paranormal. I, I don't know, it's a, this is across the board, but it's certainly a prevalent idea that, that ghosts are, are spirits, are souls of people that have died that, that hang around. And, and I know on, in the worship folder there's just a blank there for, for taking notes, but if, if you want, the ghosts are, are people's souls that have returned. You know, that, that's the idea. And, and often the idea is that they hang around, they return because there's, something unfinished that they have to do. If you grew up in the 80s, you know that movie, Ghost. Patrick Swayze, Demi Moore, Patrick Swayze plays a person that was killed and his ghost returns because there's unfinished work. He, he needs to protect his Demi Moore's character from harm. And well, even that idea, it, it goes back centuries. Even to the time of, Bible, of the Bible, Jesus, you remember this? When Jesus appeared to his disciples after he had died, his disciples thought he was a, a ghost, right? He had unfinished business to do. Now he wasn't a ghost. They could put their hands in his or put their hands on his hand and, and the wounds and he ate and But here's the thing. There really is no such thing as ghosts. At least in this idea that their ghosts are are people's souls that have returned. You remember the first scripture reading I read? I really didn't make a, a point to highlight this, but it talked about people are destined to die once and then face judgment. There's, there's no in-between there. There's no in-between of, of hanging around here or purgatory or anything like that. Ghosts being souls that hang around don't really exist. You, you remember the story Jesus told about poor Lazarus and, and the rich man? They both died. Lazarus went to heaven, the, the rich man went to hell. And in hell, that the rich man wanted God to, to send Lazarus back to his own family so that they might believe and, and not end up in hell. And, and he was told, well, they got the Bible. They, they have the prophets. If they don't listen to that, uh, Lazarus coming back is not going to change anything. Besides, there's this great divide, this great chasm So, what about those times that maybe you've experienced something or, or someone you know has experienced something along the, the, the paranormal? Well, maybe. It could be overactive imagination or it could be something different. And that something different is what we call demon. What are demons? Demons are called evil spirits, uh, unclean spirits. 
Basically, demons are angels. Fallen, evil angels is what demons are. And we're going to see more about that as we see Jesus in one of, of many records in the Bible interacting with these demons. We're going to look at what I read earlier, Mark chapter 5. This is a biography of Jesus. And, and uh, I have some of my catechism students here, so I gave them sermon reports to do. And if you look in the worship folder, there's no outline there. So for my students, this is point number one. What do we learn about demons? Let's look at what Mark chapter 5 actually says. They went across the table, uh, the lake, to the region of the Gerasenes. When Jesus got out of the boat, a man with an evil spirit came from the tombs to meet him. This man lived in the tombs, and no one could bind him any more, not even with a chain. For he had often been chained hand and foot, but he tore the chains apart and broke the irons on his feet. No one was strong enough to subdue him. Night and day among the tombs and in the hills, he would cry out and cut himself with stones. So just in this little description, you see a few things about demons, right? They're powerful. Superhuman strength. This one, um, he, nothing could bind him. He, he could break chains and anything that, that bound him. No one could control him. And, and obviously, demons could possess human beings. Controlling what they say, where they go, what they do. Uh, for this individual, um, he was living in the tombs in a cemetery where a lot of people are kind of freaked out at night. That was literally his home. That, that he felt at home there. So, I don't know if there's a question in your mind. Do things like this still happen today? Yes, especially when someone digs deep into the occult. There's a book, um, 2,000 Demons. I know it was a few years ago, but I know our women's ministry here actually went through that in a Bible study. Great book from Northwestern Publishing House. But I love the subtitle more. It's 2,000 Demons, and the subtitle is No Match for My Savior. The book actually digs deep into this, what we're looking at here in Mark chapter 5. Anyway, let's get back to this demon-possessed man. By seeing his actions, you get to understand that he has an agenda. That demons have an agenda. They tormented this guy. They they tortured him. They they controlled him. He he lived in the tombs. They they made him hurt himself, cutting himself. He was tormented, but but not just him. They used him to to hurt and torment others. But these demons even have a deeper agenda than that. The Bible tells us about the agenda of the lead demon in 1 Peter 5.8. Be alert and of sober mind. Your enemy, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour. The devil is a demon, a fallen evil angel. And where it describes him as a a lion, a roaring lion. Don't think of a lion announcing his presence. Roar is is more that the stomach is roaring. He's grumbling because he's starving and he's looking for prey. 
the agenda that the lead demon and all the other demons have is to cause us hurt, harm, not just here, but ultimately forever in hell. That's what we learn about demons by looking at this. So what do we learn about Jesus? And for my catechism students, this is the second point. What do we learn about Jesus? Okay, if, if the demons have an agenda, even more so than Jesus has an agenda. He had an agenda for this demon-possessed man. If, if you're looking in a Bible or you have an app on open on your phone and you're able to, to scroll up to what happened right before this, you'd see that the day before this, Jesus was on, on this lake, Sea of Galilee it's called, and, and so many people had come out to hear Jesus teach. He actually had to, had to get away from the shore on a little boat and, and from that boat talk to the whole crowd. And he spent the whole day doing that. At the end of the day, he, he told his disciples to set sail across the lake. So, so in that lake, where he was was the, the northeast corner, Capernaum, and he told them to set sail for the southwest corner, an area that's called the Decapolis. That means ten cities. There are ten, ten large cities in that area. And as they were going through the middle of the night, Jesus fell asleep in the boat, and this big storm came on them and was threatening to, to drown them all. And they woke up Jesus, and Jesus just said, Be quiet. Be still. And the storm stopped. In the morning, they got down here to the, to the southwest corner. And we don't know exactly where he landed, but this is what the region looks like. You can see these high cliffs on the lake there. He got there because he had an agenda. He wanted to help this man who was possessed by these demons. He didn't even spend that many hours at this location. But he went there to show this man love, to help him. Now, Jesus also has an agenda for us, and in a way, it's, it's the same idea, right? His agenda is to help us, to, to give us His love. He came here and showed the full extent of His love because He died on that cross for us. He rose from the dead for us. He crushed Satan's head for us. The Bible tells us in 1 John, the reason the Son of God appeared was to destroy the devil's work. Jesus came to destroy the, the lead demon and all the other demons' works. Jesus did not come to torment. He came to give joy. He, he did not come to cause pain. He, he came to bring eternal pleasure at His side in heaven. He, he did not come to to control, he came to set the captives free. Jesus did not come to take us to hell. He came so that he would take us to heaven. That is his agenda. And that's why today we call this Christ the King Sunday. He is, he is in, 
we see it in this very powerful way. He is infinitely more powerful than the demons and the devil here. He is the King of kings, the, the Lord of lords. He is the Alpha and the Omega, the, the beginning and the end. Now, did you catch what, which this, what this demon-possessed man did when Jesus first came on shore? He ran up to Jesus and, and fell right at His feet. Now, He didn't worship Him like, like we do. But He fully acknowledged who Jesus was. Christ, the King, our Savior. So now, anytime you read the Bible, it is always good to, to ask yourself, what does this tell us about Jesus? And then another thing that's good to ask yourself is, what does this teach me about myself? And that's the third point here. What do we learn about ourselves? And, and to answer that, we're going to look at in, in two ways. We're going to look at the crowd that came out to Jesus and also this now formerly demon-possessed man. First, the crowd. This is what Mark tells us. Those tending the pigs ran off and reported this in the town and countryside, and the people went out to see what had happened. When they came to Jesus, they saw the man who had been possessed by the legion of demons, sitting there, dressed in his right mind. And they were afraid. Those who had seen it told the people what had happened to the demon-possessed man and told about the pigs as well. Then the people began to plead with Jesus to leave their region. Now, anyone who's ever played a video game understands why the people reacted that way. If you ever play a video game, especially a first-person shooter game, every level progresses until you get to that final level and you get that final boss, that big boss that is really hard to defeat, makes all the previous levels look easy. This crowd came out to Jesus. They knew this guy who had been called Legion. And by the way, Legion just does not have the same impact for us as it did back then. Back then, a legion was part of the Roman army. And not just a group of like uh, the size of a football team or, or soccer team. No. A legion would be up to 6,000 troops. Population of a, of a city. So when they heard the word legion, they, they thought of 6,000 people there with the Roman helmets. 6,000 soldiers with, with the body armor. 6,000 shields. 6,000 swords. And they knew this man as legion. They knew they, they couldn't control him, overpower him. They couldn't handle him, so they just stayed away from him. And then this crowd comes, and they seize this man who had thousands of demons in him, sitting there, dressed, looking nice, nice guy. And they hear Jesus is, is the one that cast out these demons and he doesn't even have a scratch on him. In a video game, that would be like the final boss, right? And, and they knew they couldn't control Legion. There's no way in the world they can deal with Jesus. And so in fear, they just they want him to leave. Well, that's the crowd. Sitting there is this Formerly, demon-possessed man. Can you imagine what that was like? 
the torment he had had at, with thousands of demons in him, but now? He's himself. And he wants to be with Jesus. He, he wants to be one of his disciples and follow him day after day. But Jesus says, no. He tells the man to, to go back to his own, to his people, to his family, and share what Jesus has done. Which he does. By the way, that had a significant impact on that region. Because later when Jesus comes back to the same area, he is welcomed. They don't want him to leave. They want him to stay. They bring the, they're sick and they're hurting. That man's telling of his own personal story changed the landscape of that area. So, what does this mean for us? What do we learn about ourselves here? Well, Christ is King. Treat Him like it. Glorify Him. You know, if demons are real, which they are, don't make their job easy for them. Treat Christ as your King. So come to church, worship every week. Take the Lord's Supper. Dig into God's Word. You know, the Bible, God's Word, is what Jesus used when He was being tempted by the lead demon, the devil. Glorify God that way. And then show that He's your King by sharing your own story. Now, this guy, okay, this is a pretty um, dramatic story. Maybe your story's not as dramatic as this. Maybe it is. Simply share, though, what Jesus has done for you. Share, share why you come to church. Don't come to church because we think we're better than others. I come to church just like you because I know I fail every day. I sin every day. I need Jesus. I need His forgiveness and His love. That's, that's our story. So, what about ghosts and demons? Well, demons are real. And they have an agenda. But so does Jesus. And as King of kings, as Lord of lords, His power is infinitely greater than any of the demons. His agenda is all about you and me being at His side in eternity. And nothing can separate us from that love of Christ. In fact, the Bible tells us that very thing. Paul tells us in Romans 8, I'm convinced that neither death nor life, neither angels nor demons, neither the present nor the future nor any powers, neither height nor depth nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus 
our Lord. He is our King. He is Christ the King. Amen.